Welcome to Definitely Not the Cleavers. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. What you are about to hear is as completely unfiltered and uncut. If you suffer from high blood pressure, or are diagnosed with being a Karen this may not be for you. Now here's your hosts, Tim Gleba and Teresa McCready. say hello when in fact she's not here um <clears throat> so this episode um it's just me gonna kind of keep it brief give you a little rundown of what's going on uh no she didn't leave me i know a lot of people would sit there and say you know too bad whatever it is um but in fact uh she is currently hospitalized right now uh why am i still doing a podcast well because it's 831 um, Friday uh, Friday night here I don't even know what day it is um, and she's been there since Memorial Day so it's kind of taking a break and visiting hours and stuff are over but I know on the last episode we had talked about um, we were going to name this one episode 12 the fight um, and that was going to be in regards of Phoenix's nursing and just all the bullshit that's been going on um I'm still going to keep it that, but instead of being about Phoenix, um, I mean, this does kind of correlate to him and the nursing and whatnot, um, but it's actually going to be a fight uh, for life. Um, God, scary shit. I don't know how well this is going to be. I mean, I don't have her here with me, um, and she's always right there in the background uh she's always in the background of my head uh it's it's been fucking rough real rough over the last few days um she fell ill on uh, memorial day she started complaining um i I don't know the last couple days before that that she kind of felt warm or wanted me to check to see if she was warm and i checked and you know friday she felt like she had a little bit of a fever and you know she took a couple Tylenol and you know went to bed and Saturday don't know why but anyway if anybody knows her she went out landscaped on Saturday no it wasn't heat exhaustion no it wasn't tiredness or anything like that she drank water she did the job she came home in a little bit of pain because I mean she doesn't really do the physical labor um so you know, it, it uh, has been rough without the nursing um, not being here. It's all left on Teresa running every which way to do whatever with Phoenix, and he just doesn't stop. He doesn't slow down. Um, he go, 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 go. Uh, you turn your back, and he's out the door. I mean, yes, we lock our doors. 
I mean, don't give me shit, whatever it is, but the analogy, he's gone. Um, But it took a toll on her body. Um, So Saturday she came home, she was in a little bit of pain. And uh, that's fine. Uh, Understood, whatever it may be. She still kind of felt warm, but she woke right up on Sunday. Um, I let her sleep in like I normally do on the weekends when we're home uh, with the boy. And um, she got dressed. She got ready. We went poolside, took him outside. She did a few videos that day. Um, and, you know, we let him swim. She ran some errands. She was fine. Totally coherent. Totally with it. Not really complaining about much other than the last few days of that. It, she just had what she thought was heartburn. Um, or she was complaining she had heartburn. So we get our stuff and get away from the pool, whatnot, come back in. And it's at this time, it's already like it's time to get Phoenix ready to bed, you know, so we can all lay down, whatever it is. Supposed to have a family picnic on Monday uh, for Memorial Day. And she woke up when Phoenix woke up and I woke up and she, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't I don't feel good. I've been up all night. Okay, sleep. I got him like I normally do. Just sleep. It's fine. So I checked on her a couple times, and I noticed that she was kind of running a fever, and I was bringing her a cold rag. Um, and at this point, it's later in the day, and something's not right. So I took her a cold rag, but she had, you know, and it's not to be graphic, disgusting, or whatever it may be, but, it, you know, it goes along with something's going on, something's not right, but she had discharge, like this brownish black shit coming from her nose she's coughing it up i don't know what it is like were you sniffing or inhaling the mulch I, I don't know um but at this point she is incoherent she is on the verge of being non-responsive i was able to get her up she wanted to pee um she fought me um because i said that's it call a squad call 911 you're going to the hospital i'm not you know going to play this game fought me fought me i mean it's not just like no i'm not going it was you know pushing me away trying to get uh you know back to bed just put me back to bed i just want to lay down and hitting me and whatnot and at that point it's like calling you know our middle son you know call you know her aunt to come get phoenix right now get your ass up here help me drag your mom down the stairs because she's got to go to the hospital so that was that um mind you she will tell you too she doesn't remember any of this anything that's happened um so squad comes definitely doesn't look good i mean she went into the hospital with a heart rate above 140 um 102 fever um you know just this bad cough hacking stuff up um so they ran tests uh, we were there for, you know, well over a lot of hours. Um, and they already started treating her for, like, uh, infection. And um, they did a chest x-ray and found that she has double pneumonia. Not the first rodeo here with her with double pneumonia. Um, so they're like, yeah, more likely she's kept. We're, we're keeping her, admitting her, whatever. Um they already started treating her with antibiotics and they said, well, you know, with 
the tests that came back with all the vials of blood, and now they have these big fucking things, these big jars that they take for infection, whatever it may be that they're testing for, or uh, blood cultures, I guess that's what it's called. Um, and I guess she was septic. Don't know why. And I said, what the hell would cause that? And they go, well, you know, pneumonia, it's it's a uh, virus, it's an infection, um, you know, so that could make, it can get into the bloodstream if it wants to. Okay, fine. Um, <clears throat> so they do one more little thing before they um, are trying to figure things out, whatever it may be, and they do a, a CAT scan. And doctor comes back probably about an hour later. And mind you, I mean, you figure it, this isn't Grey's Anatomy. This isn't any of the hospital shows that you watch. It's it it's you're waiting for results for like an hour, um, at most, um, or at the least. So, doctor comes in, and goes, you know, how long have you had the belly pain for? And as much as she tried to talk or make sense of it, she's I don't have belly pain. I have what I feel like is indigestion. Um, I mean, to me, that's the difference. It's not in the belly is where she was complaining. Um, but he goes, uh, you've got, on the CAT scan, it appears you've got a very, very, very sick um, belly. Something's going on. And what we're seeing, there's a lot of air in there. We don't know why or anything like that. Um, right where the, your gallbladder should be, which she's had that out, and that was years ago, even before we met. Uh, he goes, this is emergent. It needs surgery. Um, but, and unfortunately, as he goes on, I just had two other cases come in um, pretty much about the same time you did. They both need emergent surgery, and there's only one doctor one surgeon to do this. So you're number three. We have to transfer you out. Speed it up a little. Um, so she ends up getting transferred out later that evening um, after an hour or two or th maybe three hours, whatever it is. And we go to another hospital. Um, I get there and in the ER and the surgeon comes out and they're talking about taking, <clears throat> opening her up and looking and possibly taking out portions, if not all of her stomach. Um, like they're saying, like there's like we might go in there and what this is showing on the CAT scan, something's going on that with what we've seen with this type of thing is that your stomach's dying. Like, what the fuck? Um, explains why she's septic and why they're treating for her for that infection. Um, lot going on, lot to handle at that minute and you just never really, I guess, understand or it never really sinks in of how much you actually truly love someone when you are helpless to them. You can't help. You can't take anything away. You can't do anything. And now you're hearing that they want to go ahead and pretty much remove a person's stomach and go, and we'll go back in there and try to figure out how we can reconnect things. Like, I guess that's why you're, practicing medicine I don't know um, yeah different beer Corona this time so all you haters of Bud Light fuck off still still like my Bud Light just wanted a different taste it was 90 degrees today 
reminds me of Mexico. Anyway, <clears throat> so they take her up, and now I've got my oldest son there, our oldest son there, and we're tired. We're losing our shit. They take her back um, to do the surgery. The surgeon comes out and goes, well, stomach was good. I mean, thank God. Thank the fucking Lord. Uh, the stomach was good. Um, but they were running the small bowel, uh, small intestine, and he noticed that it twisted. It kinked off. It was cutting the blood supply off to the rest of the intestine. It was murky. It was gray. And he, what he had said, it appeared to be a dead section of it. He cut it open at that point to see what the walls looked like of it, the interior walls. Um, and he started running the rest of the bowel to come back to that to go, okay, this is what it is. And by the time he came back to it, it pinked up, meaning that blood supply was restored. Um, it looked like it might have been viable. So they left her open. Yes. Left her the fuck open um, <clears throat> to go back in 24 hours later. Um, at this point, she was put on a vent. And I've never seen someone on a vent um, other than the shows, and I call bullshit on that uh, with the way they look. But... Um, It was hard to see her like that. I don't know how many times I broke down. I don't even know if I fully broke down yet. Um, looking at the love of my life, laying there in bed, on a vent, struggling, can't communicate with me. I mean, she's sedated. Not She's not in a coma or anything like that, medically induced. She's sedated. Um, but her eyes are open. She can squeeze your hand. She knows you're there. Nod her head, whatever it may be. And to have to leave her because there's no other option. I have to go home. At this point, it's 4.30 in the morning. Um, I have kids I got to worry about. I got to get Willis home. Um, I got to be home for Xander. Uh, you know, I got to find what's going to happen with Phoenix. I, I still have a job. I still have to do things. I mean, I guess the job has been great to me. Um, and they are working with me to figure stuff out while I can figure things out here because she's on a long road of recovery um, with this. So they go back in, and we're going to speed this up a little because it's just, you know, I don't want to, I mean, yes, it's a whole thing, but, I mean, God, to draw it out again and again and again. I don't know how many text messages I've written. I don't know how many times I've explained this whole scenario. I mean, I got to the point to where I was copying, pasting, copying, pasting, copying, pasting, copying, pasting, sending it to different people, whatever it may be. Um, I don't know who all I sent it to. I don't know what all I've said to people. I, I don't know. It, it's just between Monday and today, Friday, is just a fucking blur. And a lot of you are going to sit there and go, why are you even doing this today without her? Why aren't you there with her? I can't do anything for her at the hospital. She's in good hands. She needs to rest. And we, when we started this, promised you guys content. Promised you a show. Show must go on. Um, but they went back in. Everything was great. They pretty much just, quote, unquote, washed her out. Um. So they sewed her up, closed her up, and uh, about uh, they 4.30 that morning or so, they try to remove her off the vent. 
it wasn't happening. So they had to lower the sedation, try to uh, change out the sedation medicine to see if it would work, and they did that. And um, at that point, when I went to go see her um, around 4.30 that um, afternoon, because of visiting hours, that's when it starts, um, she was off the vent. That was a fresh of breath there. That was a... I might be able to get some sleep tonight. Uh, it's been hard. I have not slept. I have not eaten right. And I know everyone's going to sit there and go, you have to take care of you. You've got to do you. And you're no good to her if you don't take care of yourself. It's easier said than fucking done. It really is. Um, when you've been by someone's side for the last 13 years, um, and all of a sudden they're not there, all of a sudden they're in the hospital, and all of a sudden you've got a doctor going, if you didn't bring her in any earlier, or any, if you would have brought her in any later, you'd be planning a funeral right now. That's how bad it was. Um, and actually here, you better have sit there and plead with the surgeon before she goes back for the first one to say, don't let me die. Um, it's hard. It really is. Um, but I, I mean, I, I really thank the support system that whether it's just a text message, um, a phone call, the the comments on Facebook, whatnot, um, that the people that know her and know me and are there and with the support and whatnot. I mean, it means a lot. It goes a long way. It really does. Um, and so to end this story about this, she's off the vent. She's doing great. A lot of pain, yes. I mean, you're going to when you get your whole gut cut open and everything's removed um, and thrown on your lap pretty much in the operating room. Um, she was moved out of the ICU, which um, is good. Moved to a different floor. It, 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 she'll be in there for the next week, possibly two weeks, to fight the double pneumonia and the uh, sepsis infection. I don't know if that's still going there because, again, you know, you can't find a fucking doctor around a hospital or anybody that's on her case. No, they were on call, so they're not here or whatever it may be. It's like, come on, really, seriously. So hopefully tomorrow she'll be able to see the doctor um, and he'll be able to talk to her and um, we'll get the update on how she's doing. Um, but yeah, so that's where she's at. That's why uh, my beautiful wife is uh, not here. So it, it just goes with uh, told you so. This is the first thing she told um, the nursing company that I'm going to end up in the hospital you have to figure something out because she already has an autoimmune disease. She has Crohn's, um, which lowers the, uh, which which lowers your immune system, and I guess things like this happen under stress, whatnot, and that's all she's been under lately. So it's it's a lot of we all have to come together. The people that are involved in our lives and Phoenix Live, we all have to come together. We got to figure something out. We have to rely on each other and especially now it's it's a lot more <clears throat> me less her but <clears throat> all the ones that 
I'll be there for you. I'll do this. I'll do that. It's time to start coming out of the woodwork. It, it really is. It's really start. It's time to start showing that you can be here. You can help her to take care of it because yeah, I mean, again, I still have to work. I still have a job to do. Yes. My family comes first. Yes. That's even what works said. my family comes first and that gets taken care of. But when it's all said and done and she's back on her feet, I still have to go to work. She's still going to need help or it's just going to happen all over again. But the thing is with the, all this though, if you're not feeling good, ladies and gentlemen, lady or gentleman, say something. Don't wait till it takes, it, it gets too far gone. Don't wait on things. If something just doesn't feel right, because supposedly she's waiting now almost a month that she hasn't felt good. Don't wait that long. Say something. Get into a doctor. Label all the symptoms down. Write them all down. Don't fight your significant other to say, I think you need to go. I think you need to do this. Just go get checked out. Had I not fight with her and I call that squad, I, you know, again, she she wouldn't be here. Like, yeah, she she would be dead. So... You're, if your body's telling you something, something's not right, listen to it. Just listen to it. You know, if you have to change your lifestyle and, and you know, if things should happen, change it. Um, she's a heavy smoker. I'm a heavy smoker. And I, I told her today, I said, I bet you can't get out of here and have a cigarette. She goes, no. I. She looked at me and her boys and said, I think I'm going to fucking quit. I think I'm done. I'm not doing this again. I'm proud of her. I said, you quit, I quit. It's hard to have two smokers and one quit and the other not. Um, I, I've been there. I've tried to do that. It doesn't work. But listen to your bodies. Don't let this happen to you. Don't let this happen to a significant other. I had to physically look her in the eyes and go, you can fucking hate me all you want. You can hate me to death. You can want a divorce. You can whatever. But you're not doing this to these kids. You're going to the fucking hospital. Right? She don't. She doesn't remember any of that. Um, but I mean, luckily I have my middle son here as a witness to go. Yeah, that's how exactly how you were, mom. Um, that's exactly how dad said. Um, but we're gonna just sit here and we're gonna. Just wish her well wishes, honey. If you, I mean, if you're gonna listen to this, and I hope you do. I mean, you can do the video version. I'm videoing this one. Um, put it up on YouTube. I just, uh, just know I love you. Uh, you're my world, and you scared the shit out of me. You really scared the shit out of me. I don't know what I would do without you, and fuck this. I don't like the job that you do at home here, and it should never go on set of what you do and how strong you are. You're a fighter. Just keep fighting. Get home to me. Um, get home to the boys. But please, don't put me through this again. Um, I'm not as strong as you are to be able to do this. Um but just everyone, just listen to your bodies. 
Um, she'll be back. I know she will be. Um, I can promise you that. And, you know, we're going to give you guys a good show. Sorry for the Debbie Downer show, but um, I wanted to continue on with it. Even though <clears throat> she's not here, I think we owe it to you guys to, you know, we've told you this is real. It's raw. Um, it's our lives, and this is part of our lives. This is what we're going through. Um, so you can send your wishes, best wishes to Teresa at definitely not the cleavers at gmail.com. Go to our website at uh, definitelynotthecleavers.com and just click on the contact the show. Um, you know, you can check our show merch out there too. We still have that up there. Um, support the show. Uh, I'm not going to do one of those, come on, let's buy the stuff. I have hospital bills now to pay and all the other bullshit. Just buy the stuff if you actually want it. Um, you know, I don't make any money off that stuff to be able to pay hospital bills anyway. So, you know, just buy it if you want it. Check us up on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, you can check all that, all that out. But if you go to our... If you go to any of those sites, you'll see link trees attached to it, so you'll be able to see everything that we're on. Um, we're on YouTube, so this will go on YouTube as well. Um, I am videoing this. Um, but check it out. Um, and we will be back. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, she'll be back, but we will be back uh, next week um, to give you a full show. So... Until then, you've got Tim with Definitely Not the Cleavers uh, giving Teresa well wishes. Um, and I hope you guys have a blessed night. <laughs> <laughs>